Our episodes contain graphic information that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Would you like some murder with your coffee? Welcome to Morning Murders. I'm Nicole. I'm still Amanda. And I'm Brenna. We're just three gals like to sit around, drink coffee, and talk about true crime. True crime. Hmm. True crime. And today, a true crime with a bit of a ghost story sprinkled on top. Ooh, I love spoopy things. (laughs) So, uh, this story I pulled off of the shelves and dusted off. I wrote... Dusty. Uh, <laughs> um, this one I actually wrote back, I think it was in 2020, when my good friend Luke, who is a bean and listens to the pod. Hey, woo! friend of the pod. Uh, we almost started a podcast together, and this I wrote for that, and uh, things happened and we never got around to it, so I still wanted to share the story yes. because it's a fun one. Share we get the rotting carcass. You do. Rotting, rotting corpse mm-hmm. indeed. Uh, I'm sure you've all heard of this person, but ladies and gentlemen, have you ever heard of Bugsy Siegel? Bro, <laughs> I think if you live in Las Vegas and you have not heard of Bugsy Siegel, they like take you out into the desert and they bury us six feet under. Bury us, smooch you before under. they do. Um, so uh, when I was growing up, my dad loved to tell me and my brother scary stories, uh, often um, about this creepy house we'd drive by a lot. So he'd always start one dark and stormy night. <laughs> so to keep that alive. One dark and stormy night, as the rain lightly trickled on the windows of Virginia Hills' home in Beverly Hills, California, two men sat in the living room. It was a night like any other night. They had exchanged in some conversation, but the room had fallen quiet. Virginia had left town about ten days earlier after she and her boyfriend had gotten into a fight. So now it was just him and his associate staying in the house. He was a handsome man, charming, charitable, and could make just about anyone do whatever he wanted. He also just happened to be the man who was known as the most infamous and feared gangster of his day. His friends called him Ben, but the newspapers had given him a nickname because of his erratic and crazy behavior, Bugsy. As he and his associate, Alan Smiley, sat listening to the gentle tapping of the California rain, suddenly all Bugsy could see was black. Darkness fell upon his vision as his body began to get cold and he slowly melted into the couch. They say time slows down when death approaches. All you can hear are the whispers of your past as life begins to flash before your eyes. You can relive or reflect on the choices you made during your time in this life on earth. Now, Benjamin Siegel was born February 28, 1906, and he met his poetic end on June 20, 1947. His parents were Jenny and Max Siegel. They worked hard. They did all they could to help the family. But in the end, it was never enough. Their wages were low and the family needed more help. So Ben decided to take matters into his own hands. What was a good son to do, after all? Even as a teen, he had quite the criminal record, which included armed robbery, rape, and murder. He had left school and joined a gang, and he started getting deeper when he met Mo Sedway. He started to learn how to get people to do as he asked, began making threats, and would even destroy owners' merchandise unless they paid him. It was a dollar here and a dollar there at first, but he was merely laying the groundwork for what was to come. 
When he was still pretty young, he met Meyer Lansky, who would play a major part in most of Ben's life. Lansky had formed a small mob who dealt with gambling and car theft. Our boy Ben was the first gang recruit. Now he was heading into the big leagues. They did a bunch of bad things on the East Coast and made a lot of powerful and bad friends. Al Capone being one of them. Oh yes, good old Scarface himself. Lansky and Benny were known as the Bugs and Meyer mob at first. They needed to expand their numbers. There was a conference they went to known as the Atlantic City Conference where they met up with some other gangs. There were no fights that broke out, no big Hollywood movie shootouts or dance breaks like the Sharks and the Jets. They merely agreed there would be no fighting and began to form their crime family. Laciano was among their new friends and part of the Murder, Inc. He would later hire members of the Lansky Siegel gang for hits, one of which was the Salvatore Marzano murder, which helped Laciano raise to the top of the mafia. After Maziano's murder, Lansky and Laziano created the National Crime Syndicate, so crime families could be together in this new underworld that was being crafted. Oh, like a union. Yes. Nice. Just like a, it's a crime mm, union. Crime and union. Look at that. They took over <laughs> yeah. the union. Well, <laughs> but I'll tell well. that story later. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Then, like all families, some fights and disagreements began to happen. Bugs found himself in a bit of trouble. The Fabrizio brothers attempted to kill him and Lansky, so he killed them instead. Kill or be killed, so they say. He claimed he was in the hospital when it all went down, but some detectives caught on after other info leaked. You know how it all goes. Then, with the help of the East Coast mob, he fled to California. He spent some time in California and made friends with celebrities, Cary Grant, Tony Curtis, Frank Sinatra, controlled some offshore casinos, made a bunch of illegal money from other endeavors, one of which was extorting movie studios. He took over local unions and staged strikes and later got paid off by forcing the studios. He borrowed money from his new celebrity friends, over $400,000 in loans that he never paid back. Mm. They never asked for it back either. Maybe they were just too afraid to ask, or maybe it really didn't matter to them. He was charming and handsome, after all. Then, in November of 1939, he was part of the attack on Harry Greenberg, killing him outside his apartment. Murder, Inc. had called the hit. It all seemed to go smooth and simple like any other job, but one of the killers... Albert Tannenbaum got a stroke of conscience, or maybe he just got caught, but he confessed and dragged our boy Ben and the others down with him. Benny was later acquitted due to lack of evidence, but this was the first big thing that really damaged his reputation, and thus the birth of the nickname Bugsy. The newspaper in 1942 will take credit for creating it. In the headlines, it sat there, big, bold letters, Bugsy. He hated it. They were calling him crazy. Bugs, a slang term for people who were nuts. He wanted to be seen as a more respectable person. He preferred to be called Ben or Mr. Siegel. So, after all that, he finally heads to Vegas in 1945, just two years before his brutal death. The bright light city he would help put on the map was calling him home. He found ways to rebuild his image and started getting involved in a legit business with William R. Wilkerson's Flamingo Hotel. He was no stranger to Nevada, however. He had found himself here before with an old pal, Mo Sedway, who was actually Lansky's lieutenant. He found ways to expand illicit services to crews building the Boulder Dam. Those services varied, and they were all kept pretty discreet. After this development, Lansky handed over operations to Bugsy and sent Sedway away to Hollywood. 
The mid-1940s, Ben had already started lining up things in Vegas, during which his associates worked on securing a business policy for gambling in L.A. In 1946, just a year after he started working with Wilkerson, he decided things needed to change. He made certain alterations to their agreement and took control of the Flamingo, thus allowing him to really create the beginnings of a legacy. He started supplying gambling, liquor, and food, and some of the biggest entertainers at a reasonable price. He thought it was brilliant, a brilliant way to bring in high rollers and tourists, and thought that they would be willing to gamble away $50 to $100 because everything else was so cheap. Wilkerson's life was threatened if he didn't sell and leave town. So, he sold all stakes in the Flamingo and flew to Paris. Now Bugs was free to put his plans into motion. Bugsy went on quite the spending spree. I mean, who doesn't when they come to Vegas, right? He demanded the finest building, and his costs grew bigger and grander, and his checks started bouncing like they were in a bouncy castle. By 1947, the Flamingo's cost was over $6 million, which is like $60 million today. By the time he died, the work wasn't even done. It wouldn't be finished until closer to November. They referred to Bugsy's actions as wild, chest-puffing, like an animal about to fight, as his violent reputation didn't help. He actually set the norm for other casino moguls with his attitude. Now we know where they all got it from. He even scared contractor Del Webb when he was heard saying that he would personally kill some men. To reassure Webb, though, he made sure to be specific when he said, Del, don't worry, we'll only kill each other. A dark foreshadow to his violent mess in the end. (laughs) Wow. His balance to all the horrible and hurtful things he did was to donate to charities. He put his dazzling smile on and gave his illegal and stolen funds to people who needed it. The dying, the lost, the needy. Money problems began to head his way, though. Many of the mob bosses he owed money to brushed it off at first. He always proved to be a man of value. The Flamingo opened December 26, 1946. It was incomplete. It only had the casino floor covered in gambling tables, a lounge, theater, and a restaurant. Locals made the opening, but celebrities were limited in attendance. Maybe he should have paid him back or something. Who knows? <laughs> there were some, however, that braved the bad weather in California and made the journey to this growing new town. They were met with anything but the great and glamorous structure that we have today, though. Construction was still being done. He didn't have those nice, please excuse our dust, signs up. The noise was extreme. Sounds of machinery working quickly to finish what was left was happening. The lobby was covered in cloths while they waited for the grand curtains to arrive. Rooms weren't ready, and people weren't gambling as much as he thought. Fights broke out, and then after two weeks, the gambling tables were way in the red, and entire operations shut down in January 1947. He had failed. And the sight of his failure began to boil the blood of those he made so many fantastic promises to. As Lady Luck would have it, he was given a second chance. And after getting a better team together, he reopened the Flamingo March 1st. It was an incredible sight to see. Even though things still weren't completely finished, it was a vast improvement to what the patrons witnessed months earlier. His pal Lansky even showed up this time. Things were going better and even started to turn a profit. But the boiling blood and hot tempers of the mob bosses were too much. They were tired of waiting and his time was now running out. Though he did manage to make quite a reputation for himself by the age of 41. It's time to grab your mugs and take a sip because here comes the murder. 
All this flashed before him faster than the lightning that struck outside this once quiet house. Shattering glass covered the room as the unknown assailant vanished into the dark and stormy night. The bullets pierced through the windows like a needle through silk, striking him nine times two of which hit him right in the head, through his right cheek and out the left side of his neck, and the other was the right side of his nose and out the left of his skull, said to be about his left eye, knocking it right out of the socket. The shot in the eye was a famous mafia-style hit. The other shots literally took his breath away as they were said to pierce through his lungs. To this day, it remains a mystery. Who did it? Some say it was the mob. Was there a contract on Siegel's life that all his lovely mob family agreed upon? Another theory is that it was a twisted love revenge shooting, or maybe Virginia had other plans of payback for the fight. Did that play into her suicide 19 years later? Part of that guilt that piled onto her delicately strong shoulders? No one really knows. After he was killed, Las Vegas was put in the spotlight with photographs of his body published in numerous newspapers all over the country. His good old mob friends back in Vegas walked into the Flamingo and took over all operations. Bug's tortured soul would forever remain trapped inside the twisted legacy of the building. The Flamingo has a memorial plaque between the pool and the wedding chapel, so you can say hi as you run to cannonball into the pool or decide to marry the person you met the blackjack table who has been buying you drinks all night. Even you have to get a marriage license first. You have I to know. go down to the marriage bureau and show your ID, and you have to pay the fee. You can't just get married in Vegas. This has been my I was a wedding officiant TED Talk. Goodbye. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just kidding. Uh, even though they uh, really are free because you're gambling, the drinks. That's what I was talking about. It was my joke. Anyways. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, here's the ghost part of the story that I have for you. Um, oh, spoopy. So, I've actually been to the memorial. Um, I did a haunted tour in town. That was um, the, that was their first stop was the Flamingo. Um, I had a weird interaction at the, at the memorial with an orb my friend caught on camera. Even before that, I felt an eerie sensation as I stepped foot onto the premise. It was oddly quiet. Especially for a town like Vegas, which is always filled with sound and busy streets and games and people. The garden just seemed like creepily quiet. Um, We were all standing in a circle and we had those like devices that light up when like a spirit is present. And we were asking questions to Bugsy. And this little orb in the video looked like it either flew past me or inside me. Dun, hey. dun, dun. So oh, I might so you're actually... you're killer. I know. You're Bugsy may actually be Bugsy now. That tracks. Who knows? That tracks. In all seriousness, though, it was really weird being there. Um, it was past midnight, like you do, you know, super quiet. You know, it's got to be an odd time for Vegas, even at that hour. Um, there is something really eerie with the location, too. He had trouble with love in his life, and to have his memorial facing the chapel kind of makes me sad. Like, he's forever longing to find love, even in death. And uh, with that, my ladies and beans, is the story of Bugsy with a little Vegas ghost story sprinkled on top. Any final tips? I think I'm five steps away from Bugsy Siegel. Oh, really? I feel like this has to be true because uh, I know how to work it one way and not the other. I don't know. I just got to be something because he t- was in the hotels and they had I don't know I'm gonna take it back never mind (laughs) but I'm pretty sure I feel like because I feel like my because my fiance's grandfather was head of the culinary union oh 
And oh, he, yeah, I'm sure they Back when, like, <laughs> all, all the times and he was acquitted for Al Bramlin's death. And that was all mobsy stuff. Vegas is a small town. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Like, because, you know... Like our their lawyer became our mayor. Like you know who knows. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's who knows. True. Like that would be an know. interesting thought to think to be five steps away oh, from yeah. Bucksy Siegel. Well, now I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna do the math and I'll come back to you next yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, if they built a memorial in um, like a place that wasn't, I guess, like where you died, mm-hmm. would you go visit it? Like. So the, the the lore of the haunt is because he spent so much time there and so much of his energy there that, like, mm-hmm. that's where his spirit went back to versus, like, a place he didn't spend a, as much time in or as much mm. energy and, and emotion in. And, like, he was so invested in the flamingo right. and, like, built it up and yeah. all that stuff that that's why they say he haunts it. Right. I understand that. But, like, what if what if he's, like, not... Like, would he go to that spot or would he go to, like, where the tables were? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, would you oh, would go, you to go the visit memorial? it? Yeah, would you, like, go, would you, like, think about it. You're a ghost. Yeah, I would want to go and be judgmental about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah and, like, sure. I think, I'm pretty sure it says, yeah. like, Bugsy God. on it. So he's probably, like, stop like, looking at it. Stop. Not I'm not Bugsy. I'm name. Ben. 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 <laughs> That's real name. Ben. ben. Mr. Seagull. Not Bugsy. Yeah. Ben Seagull. Yeah. Oh, well, I would, I don't, I'm just, that was what I was curious about. You know about. what? Maybe go ask him. Yeah. I will. I'll be like, Excuse maybe. me. We can go to the flamingo right now. Excuse we'll just, me. We'll just go right, right now. Right now. Right now. We we'll just go. We let's just go. That's what we're doing Let's just go. My final sip is that I want to know if you had a memorial, <laughs> where, where would it be? I'd have to be mortal for one of those, you know? That's <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Okay. But, point. I mean, okay, so then if we were just to erect a statue in your name because you are immortal. Oh, then, yeah, I'd go visit that. That's kind of fun. No, it's not what you visited. My question is, where would it be? I don't know. We're so much of my energy. That's I don't know. I've lived such a dumb life um, <laughs> that, like, it would be in, like, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't think I leave a lot behind me. But what if, could it be somewhere you just really want to go, but you haven't gotten to go? So you're like, hey, put this there Ooh. so that I can go visit it. <laughs> hey. Make this there. <laughs> time travel. That's it. That's how That's how they figured it out. I mean, that's is it, it, wait, but yeah, I mean, isn't that the idea when people spread your ashes? It's like, oh, they always wanted to see blah, 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 and they finally made it there, and we spread Donnie's ashes over the yeah. edge of the cliff. But then it, then it blew away and yep. ended up in this garbage and, site. And, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And now he haunts the tractor. I just yeah. just donate my body to science. I've said this before. But make sure it's a legit company and yeah. not one of those. Oh, yes. There's like a whole yeah. thing about people scamming. Body farms, man. Oh, yeah. It's awful. Well, body farms are a real thing. Yeah. And then there's not legitimate body farms. Right. Yeah, they don't they do like, scientific research on yeah. decomposition. They're yeah, like yeah. just leaving limbs in buckets and barrels and then just giving them out to people. Buckets Fun. and barrels. Buckets and barrels. <laughs> the That's new that. board game. Yep. Your <laughs> limbs in buckets and barrels. I don't know how we're going to use it. I love it. The... Um, that Coming was back really with fun. season three. I love it. Girls. Um, I really love that you brought a bit of like local history. Uh, yeah, that the, was cool. To the breakfast nook. Thanks. Yeah, it was just I going through stuff, and uh, it's been very, very busy. So it's been hard to like do some of the research and look into other cases that I have on my list. And I was like, oh, I have this written, so I just dusted it off and brought it out because it never got used for anything. Yeah, and we I, never got to hear it. We yeah. never got to hear it. Thank you for um, sharing. How did how how did it read? Because you haven't read it. When did you write it? 
in 2020. Okay. Yeah, during the pandemic. You were a different man back then. <laughs> I was. Yeah. So <laughs> what, how did you feel reading it and having, because I think you, out, out the thing, you were like, I don't want to read it yet. I yeah, I literally, cold. I made sure not to read it until like we brought it here until I was talking to you guys because I was like, no, just read it as it is. Yeah. Whatever is on that it is paper. beautiful. Your writing you're style. Write. There were so many metaphors. Yes. So I wrote this more Ooh. like my writing style, right? I didn't write it like a report like we kind of do yeah. with the other cases. I wrote this like a story because it was mm-hmm. supposed to be a ghost story because the idea of our podcast was to tell facts but also link them to what a possible ghost story is in town because we've got tons of history that are all linked to ghost stories. Mm -hmm. So that was the idea for our podcast. Um, So that's why I wrote it that we're going to steal it because it's a great idea. I think so. Luke won't mind. And maybe Luke can come on and read his. Luke (gasps) wrote one. So his is about the MGM fire. Oh, good. Is what his story was. (gasps) So maybe Luke will come on and read it for us. It's already written. I really do want to hear that story because I only know that it occurred, Mm -hmm. but I don't really know too much about it. Yeah, it's really and like the ghosts that there supposedly are. He talks about those too, like which ones are where and all that stuff too. (gasps) Mm -hmm. Yeah, because there are valleys. I never. I genuinely, and of course you would think, oh, of course, well, I know people died in hotels, but I never thought about taking, like, a Vegas ghost tour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I took one in New Orleans, and that was freaking dope. It was pretty fun. But, yeah, that's, yeah, there's can a we bunch do that? Here. Can we just go walk around the street? Yeah, Sunset Park has Tomorrow. a lot of ghost stories. <gasps> really? Yeah, that one had another really weird um, interaction there, and I actually have a pretty good picture of that, where it's me and, and the guy I was seeing at the time, and it looks like there's a third per- or like another person in the photo, mm-hmm. but there was nobody there. And it's pretty free. It looks like he's got like a bull hat, a bowler hat on, and he's like staring at the guy I was seeing. And it's pretty funny. But there's no one standing there. Yeah. And then we went to um, oh the park, the where the little kid is supposed to haunt Fox. No. Fox Ridge. Oh, uh, is Is that that because the park was built where the that. Peter Piper Pizza killed that kid. Oh, well, this one, so this, this the kid that I know about, is he, he ran out in the, like, to chase a oh. ball or something, got killed by a car. Mm. And so he's said to haunt the um, swing set. Mm. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah. Didn't have I anything experienced there, I just there, live though. a very full life, so I'd hate to, like, be haunting just one spot when I've done so much. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you travel around. Well, not even travel around. It's like, I would hope it's, like, the cool one, a cool spot. Because I've been to a lot of places and have, like, expunged a lot of energy. Like, I don't know. I've, I've had, you know, I... I get tested for STIs. Like, it would be so fucking stupid to be in that hallway because I just, like, go there <laughs> enough like, times. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what's the measure? Like, or am I going to be at, well, at that church get, that's no, where the onyx was? In, like, like, the men's bathroom. Oh, like, my God. Of the like, bunkhouse because of how many times I had to, like, fucking, like, plunge stupid like, bullshit. Sorry, I got to pee. Yeah. And so you're Out of my way. Well, I was going to say, uh, no, someplace cool, like, where celebrities go. Like, oh, some, yeah. one of those, you know, one of those places in L.A. where there's all this, the... Autograph photos on the wall, <laughs> yeah. like in Tu Wong Fu, where she takes oh, Stewie yeah. right. she takes it. Like something so like that, but like you're you're like passing out mints in yeah. the men's bathroom. Like, and like yeah. cracking jokes. That'd be great. Cracking dick jokes and dick dad jokes, jokes forever. <laughs> <laughs> but like to celebrities. That'd be yeah. great. I mean, it depends on what you believe in. You know, and maybe it is also all true because, like, some say that you can travel and be a wandering spirit. Others say it's not even ghosts; it's just energy. It's a a memory that is trapped because we we give off so much energy in our Mm. lives that it's and if especially if it's extremely violent, that the memory repeats. It's a trapped memory essentially, but it's the energy that repeats, and people think it's spirits, but it's really the energy that's trapped and it's replaying the moment. 
Well, that's always the thing, right? Like, so they talk about how they haven't really figured out a way to, like, I, I know I've gotten into this before, but, like, they haven't really figured out, like, like how to measure, like, what your spirit is. Like, what's the mm. thing that makes you, like, I like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, what is that thing in your body that, like, gets butterflies when you're with somebody that you love? Like, what is that thing? Like, it's mm-hmm. it's something. It's chemical reactions, but there's a personality it, it and happens And why is everyone's to. chemical reactions different? Right. Mm-hmm. That's always intrigued Dude. me. Like, even just little things, like, why is my favorite color purple and yours is blue Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. what why does it make us different Mm -hmm. oh yeah what is that about you inside of you that your brain just goes yeah i like this or like we all try the same food and Mm -hmm. someone likes it and someone doesn't what is it about you yeah (laughs) weird as shit right like so like like i saw the color blue and dopamine hit in the weirdest time right it was like the dumbest timing and then i'm like blue's great i feel good from that i get good Mm -hmm. juice Mm -hmm. also like my favorite colors changed in my life, too. So it's interesting how, like, I've definitely had, like, that's where it's, like, the good juice. Mm, happy feelings when I see this thing. And it's become, like, I'd see a different color and be like, that's fucking sick. Like, yeah. I feel yeah. like it, maybe it has something to do with the development, too. Like, what you're exposed to as you're developing. Mm. And what you associate positive feelings with, maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe. But um, what I was thinking, if you guys see Ted Lasso, if you watch the show. There's like a moment where uh, one of the guys, they're talking about the idea of the soul. And I can't remember exactly, but it's that saying where it's like, oh, well, you know, there was like a guy that died and they weighed him after he died. And he was like, what, 15 pounds <laughs> And then the, one of the soccer player goes, you do realize he got murdered at that moment. And then the murderer probably weighed him. Yeah. So what? <laughs> it makes me laugh. Like, how do you know that? Someone was like, for science, we're going to murder you. But let's weigh you first. Measure and you. then we'll murder you. And then we'll measure you after. Yes. <laughs> and we'll drain your blood. Yeah. But we'll measure the blood. Yes. And we'll yes. add it in for science. But let's science. also try to keep in mind that you also probably pooped yourself and peed yourself yeah. after you died. Your things evacuate. They say I do. Um, but I, duty. but t- duty. <laughs> and duty. Um, but yeah, no, like if you've been able, like they say it's an energy then, right? So mm-hmm. then if we're like doing sciencey shit, then like energy can't be, uh, matter destroyed. cannot be created nor destroyed. Yeah, yeah. So like it, so in that case, then like whatever that is goes somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, and so I, I can definitely. I saw a TikTok. Sorry, finish. No, I was going to say I definitely can understand, like, if you're like, I got the heebie jeebies. It's because, like, that's the thing that you can't measure because there's so mm-hmm. much that. I feel like that's probably my my theory. Yeah. There was a lady on TikTok that she had a near-death experience, and she's, she died. She was dead for a while, and she came back, and she she just explained it like, we turned from a solid to a gas. That's what I, I just thought that was an interesting yeah. way to say it. She's yeah. like, I know because I've seen it, and like we just we change from a solid to a gas. I'm like, that's a cool concept. I like to hear everyone's ideas. Yeah. Yeah. Because we won't know until we get there. Yeah, that's really. true. But I'm I'm of the, like, the energy thing, right? Whatever that means. But, like, energy does not die changes. Mm-hmm. So, what does that mean? I don't know. That what means that we're mean? gonna haunt your asses forever. Yeah. Beans watch Looking out. at your butts in the show. <laughs> looking at your butts and high-fiving each other. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's awesome. I like that better because, I don't know, because what is, yeah, it's, there's so much, like, you get into my roommate's, uh, who's our composer for our awesome theme, yeah. Carolyn Clark. Um, she's been going back to school and she's in philosophy right now and she's like, but, and we're dealing with talking about stuff with, uh, Pickles, my my weed D and D character right now. Oh, I was like, like, I love pickles. Like, cool. what is, pickles? You were just talking about like, what is life, yeah. and like, what is you know, what are your memories, and like, what is all that attached to, and everything. And there's so much theory about philosophy of like nowadays the discussion is where does life begin, and mm-hmm. you know, but right. then like where does memory begin, and like what are you if you have no thoughts about life, like until you're like 
you know, when did you turn on, like, those kind mm-hmm. of moments? Mm. Like, yeah, I yeah. have things where I'll, like, just randomly, I'll be like, what is, what is the earliest thing I remember? And yeah. then I'm like, I really don't remember a lot as a kid. Samesies. What, what is your earliest memory? And if you, like, if you could attach an age to it, which I think sometimes I can't, like, depending on, like, I, mine I yeah. can't attach to, but... I know I do remember my changing table Mm. like so I had to have been in diapers because I clearly can see it. I remember it. I remember where it was. I remember my crib. Mm. But I mean, I was probably in my crib for many years. Uh, I don't know. I have a lot of those. Mm. But but then like there's a lot of years that I'm missing like Mm. later on when like trauma happened. Yeah. 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 So it's like, all right, because I had a pretty chill childhood. That was cool. And then trauma happened. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. those. I as feel like comes, my first is a trauma memory. I mean, mm-hmm. I try to like think, but I think one of my earliest memories is I got my ears pierced when I was really little mm-hmm. and it got caught on the pillow while I was sleeping. <gasps> no. And I like turned my head and ripped it. And I still have it. I still have Ew. the rip. It never fully, it like healed. So I have like technically I have two holes like on top of each other. Cool. Because um, of the way that it healed and when I tried to get them re pierced. But like that's probably one of my earliest memories. And then like a weird warped memory of like the, the mm. what we talked about last episode when I hurt myself and, like, a weird memory of being in the hospital, but it's not correct. I know it's a warped, scared Nicole child mm-hmm. memory. Mm-hmm. And I have another one of, like, something in that house that I was with the earring incident was, like, a um, event or something that scared me, and so I remember it as a monster, mm-hmm. but I know that it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and memories are interesting. Memories uh, related to um, truth, but not its twin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, true. that's true. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, like, like how three different people can look see a car accident and report like something different. Absolutely, like, right, yeah. mm-hmm. memory can be. Super and every palsy. time you tell a story, you're going to add a little bit more mm-hmm. or whatever. You're going to remember mm-hmm. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Telephone. Telephone. Yeah. Okay. Well, now that we're all thinking about death, this is great. Great. It's uh, coming for us all, guys. It's okay. And it's time for wine. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Beans, for joining us again on this uh, lovely podcast that we call Morning Lambs. See you next time. See Thank you for listening to Morning Murders. Remember to stop by every Monday for a new episode. And you can always check out our resources and mental health links in our show notes. If you enjoyed listening to our highly caffeinated conversation, please leave us a five-star rating and check us out on Instagram. At Morning Murders. That's at M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G-M-U-R-D-E-R-S. If you have any stories you'd like to hear discussed around the breakfast nook, email us at morningmurders at gmail.com. Thank you for listening! Stay after the bloopers to catch our rant on Stranger Things and the boys. Hey! Just gonna add that because I may use it. <laughs> okay. Where do my knees go? Okay. These knees? Them knees? These knees? What you gonna do with all them knees? All them knees inside the trees. <laughs> <laughs> A knee tree! Got that on recording. <laughs> Good. Those are bear so cute. Bears. 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 Classic bears. Oh yeah. The bears. Are you ready to start a warm up? Amanda! Amanda, 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 Amanda,
Nicola. And Brenna. so much we're gonna have to pay for the rights i know <laughs> i think we're just wrong enough yeah okay <laughs> don't worry guys pick another key <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right you guys ready always I, okay yes <laughs> i think last time we went no yeah no. No. i do have one of those <laughs> no well all right awesome. uh Lacchiano. Lacchiano. Lactose intolerant. We're reading it. Yeah. We're reading it. <laughs> now we know why they're all. Uh, now we know why they get it all. Now we know where they get it all. Duty. I was like, Duty. what's she gonna say? <laughs> oh, it's, 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 Duty. Zap. 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 Zip, zap, zap. Zip, zap. It was in my, <coughs> my throat. <gasps> there was something in there. No. Oh, no. Get out. That was a monster. No. A monster. It's Vecna. Okay. <gasps> Please scary. just watch Stranger Things so we can talk about it. I won't even say it on the air that you watched it. I won't tell anybody you watched it, but can you please watch Stranger Things so we I can don't talk care. about it? No, it's not that I care. You can talk about it. I'm no, also want you I want to talk about it with you because I genuinely think you will enjoy it and you will like it. And I like having yeah. deep conversations with my friends. About things I'm obsessed with. Yeah. Okay. All right, moving I on. I am not done yet. I Sorry. just started the last season. Uh, like six episodes. And so I told her, I was like, please just tell me as soon as you're done Somebody. so we can talk about it. Because <laughs> we, we literally got home from work. I made teriyaki bowls. And me, Terry, Cora, and Christina were like, and Stranger Things Part 2. And we watched both. Because the last part is two episodes, an hour and a half and two and a half hours. Mm. Jiminy Cricket. They okay. are movie lengths. And they are not long enough. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's I was telling. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, but I was talking to Adam because I've been having a hard time catching up on shows because mm. everything's so fucking long now. Yeah, they're movies. Yeah. They're not TV shows. They're movies. Yeah, every episode is a movie, mm. like lengthwise. Yeah. So it's been hard. So I'm trying to like catch up on stuff. But be- and because I'm getting up earlier with Ben, it makes it easier. I justify like, okay, I can either go back to sleep for for a few hours, or I could just chill on the couch and watch some of these episodes. So that's what I was doing that in a puzzle today. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I finally watched all the boys. I don't know if you watched that show you know mm-hmm. i couldn't get into it i don't really like superhero oh, stuff it's just a big commentary on the world yeah uh, it's so good uh it's very graphic really it is super yeah. graphic i yeah. watched it but yeah. i didn't really enjoy it there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that's happening in it right now that i'm like mm-hmm, this is i mean it's been highly appropriate for what's going on in the world for quite a long time and it's just pointing more of it out mm-hmm. our continued pattern of repeat um it's awful yep. sorry we got a little off there yeah <laughs> anyway, i'll cut it out or i'll put in boobers yep and here's our tangent on shows um <laughs> watch stranger things so amanda can talk to you about it <laughs> i do understand now why the song is so popular yeah it there's a moment that happened in the series and i'm like oh this is yeah okay i actually okay. got pretty emotional yes oh yeah. don't even you're gonna sob at the end of this um mm. but the um there is this will not give anything away <laughs> there is this girl on TikTok who just has a really heavy Scottish accent, mm-hmm. and she's this is, I have had her in my head for the past three days going, run up that hill, run up that bell, run. <laughs> oh my God, just, if I only could, I'm like a bell with gold, <laughs> down the swap out of places, run up that hill. <laughs> I just can't, like, it's just, it's, she's 
amazing. That's so, incredible. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it.